Okay, good morning, everybody. So, we're on to a uh, new topic, new, new point, and that's uh, Achim, that's brotherhood. So, Matoiv Umanoim Sheves Achim Gam Yachad. One second. Okay. That one's not grandfathered. Ma, <laughs> it's crazy. So that's his brotherhood. So you have to be actually. This is a great Purim topic uh, to have. So if you if you have. Um, Ava uh, and to be uh, friendly with all tzaras ben anashim zarim al achas kama v'kama anashim achim. One thing I love about Purim in Eretz Yisrael in Yushalayim, everybody in Yushalayim Purim, if you walk on the streets, especially at the end of Purim, it's like everyone is so freilich. You're, you're, it's uh, so happy. Like I, I mean, it's good and bad. But like you see the people. You, I was once over the buses there. It's like crazy. <laughs> like they're all. Yeah, obviously there's some people going out of control. But they're all like dancing. It's like very. There's like a, like you don't even know people. You go over, you hug, and you kiss them. Like everyone's like very, very friendly. So really, that's the the ultimate. Uh, uh, the ultimate perm is that there should be a, a kinship, a bondship uh, of everyone. That's not just for perm; it's for the whole year round. Happens to be the all of all, all of the mitzvahs of perm kemat are there to create a sense uh, of, of, of bondship. That is, um, that is matanas uh, to give to the poor shalach manus. And when you're doing these mitzvahs, you should have that in mind. Uh, the suda really is to create. You know, I, I said this uh, a little while back to somebody that sh- when you shalosh shudas, uh, for those you know, you know, I, actually I, it's online now. The, the, my new website about the obligation of shalosh shudas happens. Shalosh shudas has many, many uh, uh, schools to eat shalosh shudas. Uh, in general, right, protects the Kabbalah Mashiach, Din Vecheshbin, all these, you know, Gog Gumagog, all of these outside things. But why have it in the Shul? You don't need to have Shal Shudas in the Shul. So I once heard Bashim Rav Nachman Bolman is that Shal Shudas creates a, a community, right? You want to have a meal in the Shul to create a, bond, a bonding, food bonds. And therefore, even the Suda on Purim has that idea as well. You can't do Megillah really, you should have a minion for Megillah. Because of Pirsumianes, it all has this thing of connectedness, right? Uh, so you, if you if you're if you're close to even strangers, if you say Shalom Aleichem to everybody who walks into the shul, and you're friendly to everybody you see, certainly the people you care about, you'll be there for. Uchsiv ach letzari yivaled, v'chsiv umibsarcha altis alem. Especially if you're related to the person, if you're friendly and nice to strangers. So certainly if you're related to a person who your blood, right, who you share, you know, I, I, it's an amazing thing. Um, when you actually uh, take, do genealogy and you take DNA tests, um, so you actually can see, like, this second cousin, you never, you never met the second cousin, so you actually share 5%, four, you know, uh, 6% DNA. You, you can see it. So your second cousin, what makes someone a second cousin? You share a set of what? Great grandparents. Great grandparents. So your great grandparents are together. So you, it's not just a theory. You can see it in practice. Like 
They are you. <laughs> you are Ikimamish have shared DNA. It's like, it's like a weird thing. Like, you know why? Because you are the, you, you literally are blood. So if you would help a stranger, you know, when you when you help your second cousin, you're helping your great grandparents' descendants. Right? You're helping yourself in a certain way. You, you, you know, if they do a mitzvah, that means that your great grandparents in Shemayim benefit. It means you, 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 you. I'm sure that you know today, many people, especially the younger generation, have great grandparents. My my parents' generation, my generation, still at post Holocaust. My, like my children have their great grandparents uh, alive. You know, you know your great grandparents. Some people, right? You you're helping them. Right? You're, you're being certain. Mis- wouldn't you want to help somebody you, who you're, you're? It's literally it's literally you. It's an amazing thing, by the way. I have because all my DNA matches. Um, I actually I have now uh, people that they email me. You can see these people are completely. You can excuse me if I please close that door. These people are completely non-observant, but like you can see, they feel connected. You know because they're into their. These people are usually into DNA or it's a genius and there's a bond it's an immediate bond I never met these people and they'll email me you know happy new year you know Shana Tova and I email them I have a list of these people well I email, I've never met them none of them are my second cousins by the way they're either fourth cousins third cousins once removed it means we shared great great grandparents or great 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 grandparents not everyone who's on that list is like that, but a lot of them are. And the reason is that they feel that you, there's a bond together. There's a, there's, there is a, a connection. There is a shaykhis one, one to another. And therefore, when you have, you, you know, when you even look at the Jewish people, we are really, if you go back, we're all related. And we're all spiritual brothers uh, as well. And you should, one should try to do the utmost they can uh, for for uh, for everybody, mamoid ganai hadaver beeni elokim vaadam ki eriv baranashim achen. And therefore, how disgusting, how terrible, how abominable it is for relatives, for people to be fighting, to have this discord, to have disagreements. Um, you know, it's, a, it's a, you know Israel's going to have elections soon, right? So it happens to be, if you think elections are intense in America, they're, they're, they're in some level they're more intense in Israel. I mean, it, you know, it's, it, there's, it's like your neighbor is like, first of all, everyone's Jewish, they all like, and you feel that intensity. So you ever have like a, a, a close relative you disagree with on some topic? You know what you do when it's a close relative? You don't talk about it, you stay, you stay out of it, you, you overlook it. It's your brother, it's not your family. Not, not either. No, no but, but, but you, even there, there is a certain feeling that it's, you know, you can disagree, but you're not going to hate the person yeah. from it. It's a little sinon, right? Because they're your, your relative, because you're related to the person. So really, when you love somebody, you overlook things. You don't, it's not worth it to fight about if you care about something, you don't. Do, you know, there's no division if if you, if if you love it. So, but when there's a fight amongst family, right? It's a bushah. Do you know what it does when your family doesn't like each other? First, you know what it kills Jack. This is what you do. You know what does it do to parents when their children fight? What do you do? What? How does? How do parents feel? feel, feel oh, the, 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 
Beat them it's up. terrible. It's terrible. It it's kills terrible. them. It's terrible for the parents. It kills them. How about they fighting about the will? You've seen these things before? Well. I see it all the time. Uh, very briefly, I had a, somebody that uh, wanted to talk to me. They wanted to, this is craziness, they wanted to know if they could get their inheritance early. And, I, <laughs> so that, and, and the question I asked was, the question I asked, because if the parents had died, maybe there's a way to do it. So I asked the question, are your parents still alive? And she said, yes. Uh, she needed money. I said, well, then you don't have a legal issue. You have a, a, a parent-child issue. Go talk to your parents. Tell him you need, uh, need some help. So I haven't spoken to him in 10 years. I said, well, well that's the problem. <laughs> that was yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but you think about it. I, so I'm a parent. You know, kids fight. That's normal. It's kids fights. But if, if you, it's devastating. Siblings not to speak. Even cousins, your grandparents, my, my wife's family has a family, uh, has a, a, um, a Hanukkah party. And this is their second and third cousins are all there. Hundreds. Mamish hundreds and people. I've said this before, there's name tags. When you go there, it's, you know, there's plush of name tags. You know, it's such a big family, there's name tags that are there. It's all, they're all descendants of the same Azriel Sakachowski, who was my, my wife's great grandfather, and now that he has many hundreds, many hundreds of descendants. You know, if my wife, if, if, if this person would see his second, the second cousin's not talking to each other, they knew, or the third cousin, you can't know everyone in a party like that. It's not shaykh. But if you would meet somebody, you would have somebody, not to talk to people, not to connect, it's a busha, it's a chlimalat, lagalahem. And if you know that your, your sibling, that your relative, that your good friend is suffering, is challenging. Um, or if you have a rich sibling and the other one is destitute, right? And you don't help them out. Shouldn't be like dead in your eyes. Who says I'm not Should she shouldn't be like dead in your eyes? No, I'll not Aaron said this to Moshe about Miriam when Miriam had Saras. Don't let your sister. Be like a dead person. It's not our Miriam. This is what the Major says. It's not Saras our Miriam. If our father, our mother have Saras, if our sister is afflicted, it's our parents' issue. Right? They're suffering because of this. Even in Shalayim. By the way, we know from Gemara and Brochus that the one thing that the dead have a connection to is their children. They see what happens to their children. Um... When your, when your relative is in Tsar, right? You're, when you're, it's your blood, it's your parents, it's your grandparents, it's your great grandparents. Um, I, I just wanted to say this. I, I, you know, I think all the time. And, you know, Yehuda spoke beautifully about It was very nice. Um, you know, but you talked about your genealogy tree and the Talmudists. Like, you know, you think all the time about. Jews who are being lost to Judaism uh, and almost always out of ignorance if you have relatives if you have siblings which of course cousins, second cousins how much effort you should try to make to help them connect them to Judaism if they're not connected they're going to be lost <laughs> that's the fact in the today's world right? We, we need to do our utmost because it's not just them it's your grandparents and great grandparents' descendants it's your great great grandparents' descendants, you know. Uh, you, you, who 
And you, you know, again, how do you close your eyes to such a reality? Right? I, unfortunately, today, and this Jack, while you can tell me as well, because I see it, there are children who don't talk to their parents as you just meant. There are parents who are needy. It goes the opposite way. The kids have money, the parents don't. And the kids are so narcissistic, have such little hakara satayv, that they won't spend it on the parent. It's crazy! This parent who gave the kid an education, who woke up in the night, this, right now, this morning, my son Ara and my wife Kanahara is you know, due, for those who can't, are blind, you know? <laughs> you know? Uh, you know yeah, I, I mean, this kid wakes up this morning, he's two years old, I'm like, I'm like, Anticipating when he, the baby is born, what's going to happen with this, this guy? I'm in trouble, right? right, right. Hey, ah, he's all in a cranky mood. Today. He'll never remember that. I'm telling you, he'll <laughs> never remember that. So it was, it was just one morning. I was, you know, calm. I was running out of the house, was calm, just sleeping in her bed. And he wakes up. I have to take out the crib. I have to get out of there. You know, he's like, ah, like and refused to be pacified. Like, you know, I'm hungry. This, I'm, I'm, he talks now, so he, he, he's, he wasn't like, please. And they was, I don't want you. Like, like, you know, real demand. He'll never remember that. It's like crazy, you know. Mm-hmm. But there's a mil- How does a child have such lack of like hakara satayv? You know, you know, and today, um, it's busha. But you know, you know, to think about that. Right, if your parents are there, um, and if you close your eyes to your to your sibling, to your brother, to your sister, actually, that's an Elias neshama for Ramesh's brother, Chaviv Ben Reuven Avram makes a breakfast, right? So his sister gave to her brother an, an Elias neshama today. That's you know that's what you, that's what it means it, to think about your sibling to give it such as for for for, for them, um, you know this is the famous story I think I've, this we've all heard of I said I said it probably many years ago, um, you know um, a father uh, you know was having a, a, a simcha uh, and uh, he said to his his children uh, anything that you spend for my honor I'll reimburse you. Whatever you spend for my honor, I will reimburse you. And this father had two sons. One, extraordinarily wealthy. And the second son was extraordinarily poor. And the extraordinarily wealthy per- person, person had eight children. And he bought them the fine... You know, the father's bill, by the way. <laughs> he went to the, the best stores and he bought them new suits. and new, They have a new look. And everything... You know, say I'm doing it for dad's honor. We're doing it for dad's honor. And, and, and he bought gifts and everything he did his honor. And the poor person could barely afford anything. And, he, you know, the kids couldn't get anything new. Maybe they had a haircut for this, whatever they could do. Uh, and when they came, when the, when the oldest son, when the son who was wealthy came to the father to be reimbursed, he said, I'm not giving you anything. He said, well, Dad, he said, whatever is for your honor. He said, if you really cared for my honor, you'd make sure your brother and his children were dressed. You did it for your honor. How do you let your brother and his children walk around like, like, like paupers? You really care about my honor? Well, how do you let... That's my honor! Right? That's my honor! Right? You really care about the aim? You have a sibling? Your grandparents? You care about them? You'll make sure that they're not poor materially or spiritually. You'll do whatever you can to help them out. 
But, you know, that's by the way, the, when you think about Arvis, that is the ultimate Arvis caring for Klai Yisrael. It's, you know, we, when we help a Jew, we're helping Avraham and Yitzchak and Yaakov, Sarah, Rivka, Rachavaleya. It's their descendants. Right? My wife told me she was in, uh, in uh, whatever, uh, on Wednesday, uh, some, I think for she was in some office. Some lady comes over to her, da da da. Uh, children and this. Oh, you know, my father was Jewish. Of course, my wife is very friendly, but it bothered her. Her father is Jewish. You know what that means? Not Jewish. That means thirty-seven hundred years of Judaism was lost somewhere, not too long ago. It, bother, it should bother you. So, is it, should you know Avram Avinu? What it is today? It's a terrible plague, and it's it's because of ignorance, and you have the knowledge. Right? You have the money. We're the wealthy ones in here. You care about your father's honor? It's not just about our davening <laughs> and our tefillah. We have Purim. What about everywhere else? And, but you know, at the starting point to influence anybody in this world, just to be talking to them. You have to have peace with them. You know? Exodus is an amazing place. And I love Israel with all my heart. Biggest problem in Israel is their groups. And no one knows how to talk to the other group. That's a terrible thing, you know. If uh, it it should be that we're all siblings, you know. So when you have a family, sometimes you have a family that's a mixed. Some are Haredi, some are Misorti, some are Datilimi, some are you know. Well, that's Sephardic families. Not Ashkenazi doesn't happen like that. But you have a Sephardic family. Some can be Chilonos, Misorti, some Datilimi, some Haredi, some you know. In in Ashkenazi family, it doesn't happen really. But they all talk. You can see the pictures. They're all friendly. It should be in Israel. You know what? Uh, it would be so much better if if, if there are b'shalom, right? And I, actually, I heard an interview. I think it says, I don't know what it says in one of my classes. Sivan Rahiv Meir. You know, she is Sivan Rahiv Meir. She's a newscaster in, 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 in Israel. Channel what channel? She on twelve. Well, they change they change the channel every day. Uh, all right, she's on a channel. <laughs> I don't know. She, she's on some channel there. She's very popular. She likes she have that. Her husband has a radio show. Uh, she has a parsha share. Like she's religious. What? She's a Dutiya. She's right. She's she has a parsha share like in, in Tel Aviv, like over like a thousand ladies, some kind of thing like that. And most of them are not necessarily religious, right? So she's very popular. No, is that fair to say everything I said so far true? Yeah. Very popular. So I heard her being interviewed on a religious radio station in, in, in America about the Jewish hundred. She said the following thing. She grew up in Herzliya till the age of 15. 15. In Herzliya, she had never had a conversation, this is what she said, with a religious Jew in her entire life. Now, in Shalom, I think it's impossible. In Herzliya, it's surprising. Right? But she said she had never, ever... Do you know that over 20% of the population of Israel... That's five kilometers from Bnei Brak. Yeah, in her <laughs> she never had a conversation with her life. She said the changing point of her life at the age of 15 was she was a journalist. And she thought it would be cool to interview a couple of religious girls and, uh, and see... You know, and see, like she thought, like, it would be like a chiddush, like a novel thing to the people. And it was like they never read about religious girls. Like I know she was a little bit naive at 15 years old, right? And, but when she interviewed them, they invited her to come for Shabbos, and the rest was, 
You know, that was her spark. She don't think she, she wasn't immediate with her, obviously. But that was her spark. But can you imagine? She never spoke five comments from the neighborhood. Five, ten. You know, you know, you know, how do you not have that? And I know that firsthand. I said this story when I was on the bus and it, uh, for going to Petach Tikva to, to Ramakan to my great uncle. Right? You know, you, know I, I, the, the, you live together. You need to be Bashal. You know, these are all, we're all children of Avram Mitzvah. That's why if a Jew, there's, you know, a Jew you look to connect to no matter what. But you know what happened has to be? Let's go to family. That's no, not extended family. Extended, extended, which is all the Jewish people. They're family. You want to have, you want to be a, a close family. You want to have close relationships with your siblings, with your cousins. You know, it's a Shanda and a Busha not to have that. Right? You have to be able to be mother. This is any relationship. <laughs> but certainly the siblings and relatives. You know why? Because Jack, I mean, you're my resident lawyer. Do this. Why is it that family members have major fights besides money? Uh, besides money, besides there's money. a miscommunication and people hold grudges, right? Because we're real or, or imagined. So uh, uh, true, right? Because they're hypersensitive. Yeah. When it's relatives, you take it much more seriously, right? When it's your brother, when it's your sister, and they know your weak point. It's when it's your cousin, when it's your mother, when it's your father, when it's your son, when it's your daughter. It's much more. It's amplified. It's way higher. This, you know, it goes. You know, you go. You story. You, you remember when you're, when you're four years old? She did this to me. Or like, you know, I remember when I was four. She did this to me. Like, you know, you hear this right in your office. I hear this. I mean, I know she was six years old and she already didn't like me. And blah, 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 blah. Right? You know what? I have a really close relationship with your, your your family, which is the biggest gift to yourself, to your children, to your relatives, to your parents, to your grandparents. You need to be You need to be able to overlook things. And forgive, <laughs> right? You need a marriage. If you can't forgive a marriage, you're gonna have a tough marriage or no marriage, right? You need you need that in marriage, and you need that for family relationships. In your marriage, you're stuck because if you don't forgive, you don't you won't go to sleep at night. You don't get you don't get good eggs like this for breakfast, right? Uh, but because but, that's in general. How we should be. You don't. You, wouldn't, you need to listen. No one should be a sucker, but at the same time, you, you need to be able to, to live a life overlooking things, closing your eyes to things, not be you know not being petty. You know, I, I was dealing recently uh, with a, a, a case. Somebody asked me to involve with. It's a divorce case, and this person emails me that his ex stole like books. Like these books are worth about fifty dollars. I'm like literally fifty dollar books. This person makes probably in excess of half a million dollars a year. I understand this, and the, the ranting email that this person gives me—it was like you would think, like they—they, they, I mean, she's a thief and he's a thief. I mean, like, you see this too? Do you see this? It's not normal. And you know what the problem is? They have kids. I mean, if this is what I'm getting this email, it's like crazy stuff. You know, close your eyes and move on about the fifty-dollar books. Right, you know, go. They don't look at the value. They look at the right it's because she took something right. that is mine. And right, it's not the and value so, even. Even so if you, you don't use it, so inheritance is like. But it's also, you know, you go to a, you go you go to a wedding. I, I remember I was once at a wedding. I'm, I'm a Sadiq Christian. So I'm at this wedding. There was a, a sister in law at, at, at the sibling's wedding. I was at, my mother told me a crazy story. She was at a wedding that she doesn't want to dance because they didn't wait for for a picture. So she's at this wedding. Of her, her her niece, you know, her brother's, and she says, "I'm not taking." I'm all, in the whole wedding, she's like, "All upset." 
Why? Because they took a picture without her. There's a family picture. She was not around. They should have waited for her. Like, what pettiness? What mishikah? What craziness? But you know, this is, but with siblings and with relatives, it's much higher. Now you, the Torah illustrates that with, rel- with relatives. Right? You know, it, it's, so if you want to have a real bond, you need to be over to overlook things. You know, the reason, by the way, Israel's more intense. Like in America, you don't care what your neighbor does. It, it's an amazing thing in Israel because there is a kinship. We're, 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 we're DNA brothers. We're spiritual brothers. It bothers you. You know, like, you know, it really bothers you. If this guy does something next to you, this guy's moral, just not religious. It bothers you more. Right? You know, the same thing, your neighbors in America, it doesn't bother you. You look at them as, as Gentiles, it doesn't bother you. But in Israel, this one's so religious, this one's not religious, this one's this. this. Like, you know, you, I'm sorry, it's like you, you feel it, it bothers you. If you have even an apartment building, and each one's thinking what this one's doing. You know, like, because they're brothers and sisters at some level. At some level, it's, it's, and, and God, you know, if there's a tragedy, they're all, they're all of a sudden they're all there for each other. And when it's a tragedy, that's what happens. But, but, but it should be always that way. You, the way you get it is by being focusing on the relationship and not on your, your lack of a picture or, or books or whatever it, whatever it is. The gather gadol. You want to... You wanna, um, <laughs> this is... Uh, he says, you know, don't uh, be, have too many meals together you know, when you're married. You know, it should be, have your space. Because if you're eating together all your meals all the, all the time, this is in Sephardic world, you know, it could be more in the old days. You know, they all got together for every single meal. People talk, there's a little fight. You know, it shouldn't be, have your, have your own house, have your own space. And then when you get together, you, you could, you know, like, like, I think in the Arab world, they all could live in one house. Like, you know, they keep building up that house. Like, you know, you see in northern Israel, like those houses that get more and more floors. Like, you know, that is not a Jewish concept because you don't have your own space. And then, then what happens is, is you, you do get into fights, you know. There is an idea that people need to have a certain amount of... of you need to be close, but not too much. Exactly. <laughs> like your wife? Like you shouldn't like... No. <laughs> no, you should share a room with your wife. <laughs> you need to like not be around like... A... No, 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 no. No, no, no. Uh, no. We're talking about extended family over here. Your wife... No, just to answer very briefly, your wife is you. Your wife is you. You're, that that's one. So, so, listen, if you're at, or at least fifty percent. You, this is I'm a follower here. Two single guys laughing in America, laughing. Single guys I get. The married guy I don't get. He's, he's, laughing, he's, laughing, he's laughing at us. He's laughing at us. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but this is very, very, very briefly. Your wife is you. You have the same agenda. When you have siblings or cousins, they have different agendas. But your wife is you. That you. That is who you are. Kabbalistically, and you have the same agenda, right? That's what marriage is, right? There's no division in marriage. On the contrary, any division is a negative, right? But in, in others, you need to have space, right? Together, um, Gadol, if you want to really have Shalom and Ha'achim, as you said, the Gam Shutfim Bechanas, if you have partners uh, and you see difficult, um, right? If you start having difficulties, if you cannot work together, if it's not working, separate earlier than later, right? If you don't have a bond in, in marriage, you have to work it out, right? But when you're a business partner and you have very different ideas and you just cannot work it out, the, the, then separate earlier than later, right? 
as a general, sometimes it's not feasible for every reason, but if it's feasible, because what's going to happen if you have one person who's extraordinarily conservative, one person who's extraordinarily innovative and doesn't care what, you know, and you can't, you can't, you know, if you have a yeshiva, you have a business, you have two different models, sometimes you could work it out. Sometimes it's plus and minus. Exactly, and it's a plus. But there's other times, if you're not working it now, then you should separate earlier than later because what's going to happen is is you'll, you can rip people apart. And by the way, I'm sure Jack again, you've seen this, there are families that are close and they come to business together and it rips them apart. And the, you, the, the, the smart thing is if you see one person doesn't like to work on the weekends and one person does, you're just like, ah, and one person wants this. Don't, that is how you, dis, the point is, is it rips people apart. Right? If you see something is not working in business, right, or in anything, right, sometimes, uh, you know, let's give an example, I'll pick Purim, right? You have one person who is going to drink a lot, and one person hates drinking. Don't have a Purim sugar together. This is gonna, like, you, know, you can be best friends, but don't do that, because it's going to happen. You have, you, you have, you, you have Simchas Torah, you know, you're gonna, you know uh, vacation. You have two people who like to vacation together. They're good people and they're friends. But one person wants to wake up at 6 a.m., daven, and by 8 o'clock is out. Right? And the other person wants to wake up at 10 o'clock. It's vacation. 10 o'clock and at 12 o'clock it's out. Right? So if they're your children, you've got to work it out. Because that's, you know... But if it's a storm, this is not who you're vacationing with. Pick... You know, there's enough in life to worry about. So business relationships, you have money involved... There are best friends who are, get ruined by this. There are close relatives who get ruined. Sometimes you can work it out, but if you see you cannot work it out, stop now. Right? Things you don't have to do. There's because the worst thing to happen is to damage uh, relationships. We'll pick up uh, in in next next week with finishing Achim about the importance of Shalom. And again, the, 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 the title has, here is by brothers, by siblings, by cousins. This is by any good friends, or by any of Klai Yisrael. But certainly, the goal for all of us is to have very close relationships with our immediate relatives. You know, when you're on the DNA, I happen to, you know, I, I think that I should really give a class one day. All of the, pl- I, I sneak it in here, of all the pluses of genealogy and DNA. But one thing is, when you see the blood, when you see that this is your grandparents, this is your great-grandparents. This is your great-great-grandparents. Right? It's reminded to you is that family is you. Right? You are your family. And the importance of having close relationships, the importance of helping your brothers, your sisters, your cousins, your, your, even your second cousins, properly, you know, to focus on that right? is because that is you. Right? And Achim, it's a Yiddish concept. It's a Jewish concept to be very close to your family. Chag Hashem Amar Ratzakadosh Baruch Hu. Zakes Es Yisrael Afiyah